<laughs> what you mean I be doing the most? Hi, everybody. This is episode six of Molly with the most. Like, hello, my good people. You know, I'm out here just trying to give you episode at the episode. Um, and all honestly, you know, my episodes have not been weekly, you know, life happens. Um, so I can't be a weekly podcast, not right now anyway. So I'm giving y'all episodes bi-weekly or in all honesty, you know, when you get an episode. So <laughs> I'm gonna do what I do. But this is episode six. Um, I have a guest with me. Her name is Sin. I'm gonna introduce her in a moment. But um, a little background story about Sin. I actually met her in college. Um, we had a mutual friend by the name of Garrett, you know, shout out to him or whatever. But from there, um, we became friends. And just over the years, you know, we got to know each other. And I'm really um, excited for you all to hear from her and what she has going on out here. Because it's like what you see on social media as far as sea moss and spirituality and crystals and tarot cards and, you know, all of that good stuff. So we're going to get started with her in a minute. Now, I do... I want to give y'all an update with my life. Um, really same old, same old. Working doing this quarantine. I'm um actually on rotation at work, so some days I'm at work, some days I'm working from home. You know, I'm an essential worker. Do I like it? Can't answer that. But am I grateful to have a job? Yes, because I know there's so many um individuals who don't have their jobs right now, who've lost their jobs or been temporarily laid off. So I won't complain about going to work. Um, the only thing that makes me a little fearful is just the constant contact with people with the coronavirus going around because, you know, you can't really just see it on people's faces. But again, I won't complain. I I'm grateful to be out serving the public. Um doing what I can do. And I'm hoping you all are staying Corona free. I hope you all are really like utilizing this time for yourself, spending time with family, socializing with family, you know, staying six feet away, you know, back, 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 give me six feet <laughs> or whatever. But um, nothing much has really changed. You know, I'm still out here trying to be celibate. Keyword is trying. Um, let's emphasize trying <laughs> to say celibate is it working Ugh, somewhat but you know this ain't that type of um episode i'll let you know about that on the next episode but that's really just the gist of you know what i've been doing what i've been going through nothing major same old same old so now i'm going to introduce our guest for today i'm going to let her introduce herself rather um, and talk about, you know, give us a little background. So, Sin, how are you? Hi, I'm good, Kai. Come through for the crying. As long as you try, sis, it's okay. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm excited now. Why are I'm you nervous? You know, I don't really care that much for the sound of my voice. Other people like it, but I think it's the sound of my voice. But I love <laughs> your spirit, and you look so bubbly. So you, so you know what the funny so thing is about the sound of the voice is anytime I'm editing a video, um, excuse me, a audio um, of me, and I'm listening, and I'm just thinking, like, 
I hate my voice. I feel like I don't have like, you know, some girls <laughs> or women that I listen to, they have podcasts, their voices are soft and it's like seductive or sensual. I'm giving y'all like my regular fucking voice. <laughs> That's the most I can give. Like, <laughs> I, it's just a regular. But it's good. Oh, it's I appreciate good. Nice that. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. But go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself. Who is Sin? What does Sin do? What is Sin doing in 2020? Yeah, it's a forever journey. So who I am, um, it can be a, a lot of names with that. So healer, definitely. So I not just like walking around healing people, but I do healing work. I do energy work. Um a, basically a light worker being a being of light um spiritual advisor consultant definitely a mom and new business owner i have a lot of uh <laughs> new ventures going on including readings and i sell sea moth and i sell herbal washes aka spiritual baths and gonna be getting into some more stuff because yeah i just tapped into my mission and my journey for that is so awesome sure. to hear like first off you just named like 50 million things so when people ask me like oh tell me who molly <laughs> is what molly does i'm like um you know i'm a trapper rapper no <laughs> but no so you literally just named like a five six things of who you are so of course i heard mom so of course i know that but you are a mom now mm-hmm. i heard the healer i heard um light work kind of explain what the, what you think by those mm-hmm. okay definitely so in layman's terms some people like this name and some people do not i don't mind the name because that helps people understand um okay. basically i'm a witch okay Some people don't care to be called that, but it is people who deal with healing, deal with um, use elements of the earth, like plants, herbs, um, incense, crystals, definitely using crystals to help heal and um, work with like certain types of energies and chakras. So we have seven different um, Mm -hmm. energy points in our body and uh, those are the seven chakras. So I work with those. I definitely help. Uh, I help consultations. So some people call light workers, slash witches, mm-hmm. slash 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 all those names. Um, people who were basically uh, mm-hmm. you made an agreement, right, um, with God, and to like come to Earth for a mission. So it's like, hey, you know, God, I'm ready to go back <laughs> to the ghetto, aka Earth. And I'm going to complete this mission. And my name is going to be mm-hmm. Taiwanda. These are going to be my parents. This is what I agree to do while I'm here. So I, I agree to be a voice, you know, for, for people or whatever that your journey is. So for me, um, I, my mission is to basically help people, assist people. And when the healer name comes in, some people look at it as like super big. But for me, it's really being super humble because you have to be help, like happy with helping people. You know what I mean? Like giving information freely. It has nothing to do with a big head, but actually putting in the work. And while you're healing others and helping them heal, also healing yourself because it, it never stops. Um, so, yeah. So simply put, like, I just, I love helping people. Um, it's something that I've been doing in all of my relationships since I was a child, whether Friends, family, uh, regardless of the age, I've have always assisted with healing in some way, 
and connecting to the earth and other people and I never knew what it was <laughs> until okay. I began to learn more. so okay so kind so, of yeah. by to rewind what you said when you said some people don't like the term witch and then some people don't mind it I think with the mm-hmm. term witch and this is just how it's brought to us through television books you know the media it's always yes. portrayed as something bad something that's against God or something that's dark and demonic so mm-hmm. in correlation with that it's just like what you're doing do you consider that dark and demonic or is there sides to it that may be dark and demonic but then there's also the lighter side of it mm, that's a great question okay so <laughs> let's get into it so what i'm doing <laughs> what i'm doing definitely has nothing uh to do with being demonic or demonizing or any type of way. And I know that a lot of Christians um, will say that, but I have learned that, first of all, a lot of the people that I have learned from on my journey were Christians. (laughs) Um, Definitely use the Bible. However, the the people that like look into it as uh, something dark usually are people who are more so followers in a sense of like not actually reading for themselves because like as I said I I deal with crystals I deal with incense I deal with um healing and Jesus was a healer for sure uh in the old testament many of the people used priests or priestesses Mm -hmm. that which is another name um for their advantage the kings and queens or people of stature had someone uh, who was a healer near them, who gave them divinations and advice and foresaw things, um, also wore crystals under their cloak, on their bodies. You know, mm-hmm. so that is stated in the Bible. Um, when the three wise men, when Jesus was born, they um, they took frankincense mm-hmm. and myrrh. You know what I mean? Like the same things that are being used and none of these things are demonic. Uh, however, I will not deny that just like in Christianity, just like uh, each and every, if I believe, Pope, like as far as Catholicism is concerned, were super bad people. They were dark. So they used their power. They used their um, what they had in their religion as dark as anyone right. else. It's always a yin and yang. It's always dark and light with anything that you are involved in, um, even, to, whew, even to go. So I my mom was Mm -hmm. christian my dad was muslim and so even to go so far as to talk about islam because i I feel like i have that leverage there i mean it's dark people there too is in the muslim countries is the most googled um child pornography which was super weird to me so like there is dark and it's it's this thing called free will so you have the free will and the choice to choose light and dark and so that is something that um is definitely important and it shouldn't be labeled with anything because I know that a lot of us have had, you know, negative experiences with religion. So yeah, I, I'm nothing dark. I don't, I don't do any type of thing with dark. I just care you about know, healing it's and Because, you know, I just wanted to ask that right now, like while we're in the beginning of the um, episode, because I know some people that follow me, mm-hmm. um, look, believe it or not, some people that follow nasty me are actually like full-blown Christians or whatever. And I, I don't want, you know, anyone to tune out, out of this episode thinking that it'll go somewhere that's dark or demonic or anything like that. 
because it's not it's really just explaining who you are what you have going on and I know that you're really big into spirituality and things like that so that's why I wanted to bring you on because we see so much on social media now with spirituality like so many people are into spirituality so many people are um, finding themselves through spirituality so I just wanted to get somebody that I know that's you know been discovering and kind of diving into it for the last couple years to just more so bring it to the forefront and have a discussion about it maybe for some listeners who have been seeing it themselves sales and want to know more or some people who don't really know anything and wanted to get some knowledge or some clarity about some things so that's really what the purpose of this episode is it's just like what is spirituality so if you met somebody mm-hmm. and they just simply asked you well what is spirituality how would you define it Mm, I like that question um, because a lot of times we want to separate mm-hmm. religion and spirituality, right? So like the first thing someone says like, oh, are you, mm-hmm. what's your religion or are you a Christian? And people like try to separate themselves like, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. But honestly, I think when people say that, um, it's usually trying to just separate ourselves from Christianity or whatever the religion that was chosen for us by our parents, by our oppressor. Um, um, and we look at it like we're separating ourselves from an organized religion. But like the definition of religion is, you know, to, um, sorry, the def- definition of religion is the, the belief of a superhuman controlling power like a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance so you can Mm -hmm. still be spiritual and be religious in your practices um so like for me I have certain things that I do you have certain things that you do like you you know what I'm saying and you don't claim a religion but you're still you still can be religious (laughs) within your practices um I think that we just got so far into like wanting to remove because of the pain and the hurt that it has caused mm-hmm. us that certain religion you know um speaking on like white american uh, supremacy and getting away from that no matter if we went to black churches they are still different from white churches it is still something that was introduced to Amen. us by our oppressors However, our ancestors still used, you know, the Bible, definitely. So I will definitely pick up a Bible. Um, I have learned on the journey. At first, I, I tried to, like, uh, separate myself from it. But my my spirit, God, was like, mm baby, go right back to it. But just not, you don't have to use it in a way uh, that they're using it. Nor do you have to mm-hmm. use it in a weapon, you know? So when people come to me, like, what what is spirituality, whatever you okay. um, choose to dive into. Um, yeah. And what, so whether it's meditation, so some of the things that I do, definitely breathing exercises, meditation, singing bowls, things to help me heal and connect. Sometimes fasting, I don't do it as much, but fasting can open up some things for you. And I definitely get divinations. I get readings and I begin to give readings. So <clears throat> Yeah, all of those things. So it's basically Um, that each person can make spirituality what they want for them, how it suits them, how it fits into their life. It's basically, 
Okay, gotcha. I was going to say, so it's just basically kind of like what people do with Christianity already. <laughs> but, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, I was just about to, that's exactly it. Because right. there are certain denominations, right? And they do certain things inside of their home, their churches. And that's how it was with our ancestors. They, they There were tribes and certain tribes did certain things. And so with us getting back to that, whatever we call spirituality, however we connect to our higher being, our God, whatever you want to call God, Sometimes we'll do it differently. Right. You and I, we talk a lot. You know what I mean? Like some things you do, like you so good at journaling and I'm not as good at journaling, but I want to be, but then I can do like, we, we can connect and we can share things and we can still reach the right. same <laughs> goals. You know what I mean? Just in different ways. So people have different ways of practicing. And I like that. Um, in this time, I, people are actually, um, being less dependent on that third party, mm-hmm. you know, on that middleman, who whether it's a pastor or a priest or whatever, and we're beginning to learn things and understand. So I want to say this, and I know this is going to ruffle probably, you know, some feathers out there from when I say it, but for me, I do still consider myself Christian or whatever, like a Baptist Christian. I, I'm, I don't often read the bible but i will from time to time it's not something that i do on routine it's not um i really don't have any desire to live my life by the bible and i know some people like well how can you say that how can you believe in god how can you be of god and you don't want to follow the bible that i don't have a desire to do that that's just it's not me um it's a lot of things in the bible that i I don't agree with or whatever. And I don't like how some people use the Bible. Um, I'll say homosexuality, for example. I don't care for how people use the Bible to down this um, group of individuals, this group of human beings. And then I see people being so just stern and just set in their ways about it. And it's just like, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. So that's why when I made the comment, I'm just like, you know, Religion, just like spirituality, is going to be what you make it for you, how it fits you. I, like I said, I'll read the Bible. Am I going to live my life by it? No, but I say that with knowing that I'm a sinner and I will continue to sin. I'll repent for my sins. You know, I have those conversations with God. But other people, when they hear that, they'll think like, oh, yeah, she just wants to be devilish, <laughs> you know. Like my stepmama called me a heathen. Oh, you you just like being a heathen. It's not that, but I'm being honest with myself. I, I'm not gonna sit here and be one of those people that's just like. And I hate to say this, but you know, you get some people in the church that's just like all they preach about is God, 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 and doing right and doing this, but then they kind of backslide or they live in a secret life. I just feel like I stand in mind. I know I'm not gonna live everything about the Bible, but I'll try my best to be the best person that I can be. And when it comes to that third party, as you were saying, like pastors and preachers and things like that, I feel like, in all honesty, they're motivational speakers because they can take one passage out of the Bible, read it, and they can break it down and feel one way about it and preach about it. But that's not how I interpret it. That's Mm -hmm. not what I saw for that passage or that um, verse in, you know, this chapter. So... I have a back and forth relationship with actually like going to church and pastors and stuff like that. And that's me. That's 
for listeners, you know, you may be a, a faithful church goer, and I'm not saying anything against Christians. I'm not saying anything against people who are faithful, avid church goers. By all means, if that's how you choose to live your life, then I understand. Me, on the other hand, like I always tell my grandma, you're not going to hell for my sins. <laughs> so whether I go to church or if I sin, you're not going to hell for that. That's me. If, if you feel like me fornicating is me going to hell, then you know what? <laughs> it's going to happen because it is or whatever. But so, <laughs> and I know when I say things like I, I ruffle feathers, but the thing is, I'm not here, you know, to please people in what you feel about your religion or your spirituality yeah, in sure. regards to me. I can only just speak for me. And right now, I'm 32 years old. So, who's to say within the next five years, my my outlook on things may not change or my outlook on things will, you know, change or something like that. So we never know because it's a constant growth and it's a constant battle with just finding yourself and trying to live as righteous. And I'm not going to say religious or as spiritual, but live as righteous as possible. When I say righteous, that that's meaning to live to live right by yourself, to live right by other people, to do right by yourself, and to do right by other people. I'm noticing it's just real deal. Just for me, it's about growing to being uh, the best human being that I can be for myself and for others. So whether that looks like spirituality for someone else, you know, or religions for someone else, it is not. I can only do it for me, but that's that's just me. Uh, you know how I feel about things. Um, I do want mm-hmm. to know how did you get into spirituality? Was it something that you stumbled across, or something that you were just interested in? Yeah. Um. So, like I said, I don't, I think I said before, mm-hmm. my mother Christian, so I went to church as a child, and then uh, my dad was Muslim. Has always been on my life. My I have a Muslim name, um, and and what I like middle school. I had moved with my dad, and I began to go to the mosque every Friday, which is Juma services, which is like uh Sundays for Christians. And with Christianity, like it was times that I would just go. I live next door to a church, and I would just go to church with the neighbors because my mom didn't go. And even when my dad couldn't make it to Juma, I would go to the mosque on Fridays. You know, get a ride mm-hmm. or whatever the case, right? So um, I have always definitely believed in and submitted to a higher being. However, I like research. I like, and so just like you said, um, like how you didn't want to ruffle feathers, like I know that I will. And I'm okay with that because I like to question things. And when shit doesn't make sense to me, I definitely need to dig a little bit deeper. Um, And so like, for instance, when, because the Bible states that, you know, you shouldn't, certain animals we should not be eating right but we do that and then like the 10 commandments but then you have your parents or people like all the time that are lying and stealing you know what I mean who seem to be good people but it's like oh yeah well if you go to church and repent everything is okay Mm -hmm. that shit does not make sense to me it did not even as a child and even with um in Islam like hold on wait a second okay sorry about that now you were saying about um middle school you know living with your dad and uh, going to the mosque every Friday yeah 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 I used to so it was Christianity when I was uh you know with my mom and then Islam when I was with my dad and 
I re- I noticed flaws in a lot of these things. For instance, like both books say like you're not supposed to have tattoos or piercings. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things. And it's like, hmm, well, it says this, but we're like in this big ass gray area. And this doesn't make sense to me. Like why are women second class citizens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and both books and, and, and like there's so much patriarchy. It's like it was disgusting to me and it did not make sense. But then when I was beginning to read more, which I have to give credit to my grandmother. So although she was Muslim, she dibbled and dabbled with uh, different religions. Of course, she was born Christian because most of our ancestors are that were brought here um, introduced to Christianity. But then she tapped into like Hebrew Israelites and she sent my dad to Israel when he was 12 years old and he lived for three years. Um, and then the nation of Islam, which is they are Muslims, but it's like only for black people um, and upbuilding black people only. You know what I mean? And then like, mm-hmm. he goes, if you watch Malcolm X, you know how that organization goes a little bit to where it's like at the end of his journey, he opened his eyes to Islam when he when he traveled. Um, and so the but one thing that my grandmother used to do was when she picked me up because Chicago, which is where I'm from, um, it's it's split off with neighborhoods. Like it's so segregated. And so mm-hmm. when she would pick me up, we would just, t- she would tell me to pick a culture and we would go shop and eat with that culture. Okay. So shop with them. So mm-hmm. we would go to the Indian neighborhoods and eat Indian foods, go to the Indian bookstores, get Indian jewelry, or she would get some of the clothes. Same for um, Little Vietnam, the Vietnamese neighborhood. And so all of this exposure made me more intrigued to the way that these people live, the way that they eat, the way that they learn, the way that they are religious, right? And so Mm -hmm. I got into it because I would read books, all types of books. She would send me books. And when you walk into my grandmother's house, she will have like Buddhist um, pictures and statues and commit things um from ancient Egypt like a bunch of different things and so that always made me want to dig deeper and when I did I realized that you know religious is is really was really brought here to to really oppress people um and you will also find that it's a lot of the same things a lot of some some different traditions but overall it's a lot of the same things um, and to, to also ruffle some feathers, like with your comment on Christianity and like you shouldn't even have to defend yourself because if someone is like of the Bible completely and Christ-like, they shouldn't be calling you a heathen or any of like <laughs> judging you because is that Christ-like? Like, would Jesus do that? <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like, saying, like I said, my mom, she does it. I know she doesn't mean any harm, but you know, she's um, a Christian and, you know, live by, well, try to live by the Bible. Look, and I'll say try. Mm-hmm. To live by the Bible. So when I when she says that, I don't take no offense to it because I know she says it in a joking way. She just wished right. that. Okay, I would you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nothing yeah. like. <laughs> okay, but even like some people, like, oh, she's so ungodly. Not to your mom, but there will be people judging and not oh, to just yeah. like attack spirituality or Christianity, but like things that I would would make me ask questions, like um something happened I don't know where I came up but like a fishing six five and I went to read that and I'm like okay this is literally telling us to continue to be slaves to honor this person (laughs) to honor like our slave owners if this isn't showing and proving that this was here for us 
you know, it was like implanted for us to be in a certain space and be oppressed continuously that I don't know what is. Because also, like, Jesus is portrayed, first of all, as <laughs> um, a, a Caucasian man, which he was mm-hmm. not. And also as like this, you know, holier than thou man were really, you know, he was a fighter. Like mm-hmm. Jesus said that if you had to choose between your clothes and your weapons, get the gas. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> seriously. So I think that um, that frustrating me with people, with people just, you know, like you said, going to the middleman and listening, like what his perception is, and skipping mm-hmm. over so much, so many things in that book. Mm-hmm. So where they're just leaning on understanding from, of course, it says lean not on your own understanding because that again is like a, a way of keeping people in a bubble in a hole um in a box um however I didn't I didn't lean on my own understanding well I actually wanted to lean on more understanding I guess I should say so that's how I got into spirituality just reading hella books history was always my thing always um and so reading just enlightened me on a lot of things and eastern medicine and all of these things that actually made me feel good the meditation the reiki that I get um Reiki healing and chakra balancing and all of those things that make me feel good and make me more prosperous as a person. Um, that's what I was more att- attached to outside of the religion. And honestly, I've been like getting a lot of support. I was so nervous about it. But so many people that I can even reference things uh, with were Christian or on their way out. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so what were you nervous about though? Like what was what was the nerve? Just well, learning something new? It wasn't learning something new. I was nervous about the judgment. The things oh. that I'm doing, you know, people mm-hmm. look frown upon because, like you said, that witch word. Um, right. In every movie, the witch is dark. She's, she's doing evil things and this, that, and the third. And um, people who don't care to know. Like, I have a friend. I love her to death. But, you know, she made the comment on Facebook, like, I don't need crystals or um, something. I don't need crystals or herbs if I got Jesus. Since you can have both, actually, because Jesus is an ascendant master. Jesus is definitely that man, but not that man who they, the church say he is. Um, he was definitely a man of magic, for sure. <laughs> oh, um, they ain't gonna like that one. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. If they don't, they can. I mean, I have receipts, definitely. If they want to listen to it, just real quick, I'll just say three things. Okay. So in Mark, Mark seven thirty three, um, mm-hmm. to heal a deaf man, a deaf and mute man, Jesus stuck his fingers in the man's ears, spat and touched the man's tongue. That's that's root working. That's healing all day long. Um, mm-hmm. Mark eight twenty three, Jesus spat on a blind man's eyes, touched the man's eyes, and restored his sight. Is that not magic? Hmm. Okay, John 9, 6. <laughs> okay, real quick, John 9, 6. Jesus sat on the ground to make a small quantity of mud to smear over another blind man's eyes to return his sight. Those are just a little things. Um, I'm not trying to like, again, like go against it, but I, the things that I have learned and my reading and even like a lot of the things that I do, I do work with the Bible and not in a way that is dark at all. It's definitely for healing and to help people. So, yeah, I, I just want to know the truth about people and stories of the Bible and healing. And so I know that, you know, certain places can't give me that because they'll skip over some things. And I like the fact that you can reference 
sections or verses or chapters within the Bible because a lot of people, of course, like I said, will question the whole spirituality thing as far as crystals and, you know, witchcraft and things like that or whatever. So they'll question it. And the fact that you can just, you look spit, because each one was about spit. <laughs> so that you can just seriously, <laughs> because it's, it's juju in your spit. <laughs> So the next man that I see that's fine, I'm going to go to him and I'm going to spit on him, on his heart, Ooh. rub it in, and then he's going to be my husband. Not the love magic. I'm spitting on that nigga's chest. You try to just heal his chest. Heal his sis. That spit is for healing, <laughs> not for a I'm going to heal his heart. I'm going to spit <laughs> on the left side of his chest. <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to heal his heart and then I'm going to bring him in with a love potion. <laughs> like, no. But okay, okay, okay. So, like I said, I do like the fact that you are able to say these verses um, or chapters, verses, whatever, so they can go and, you know, look for themselves. Because again, that's what I was saying about pastors or preachers. It's just like the way you just said, you know, these chapters and verses that somebody else may go read and may interpret it a different way. You get what I'm saying? So it's all about how you interpret like... Or even like, oh yeah, well he had that ability because he was Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) oh yeah, well we can't... You know, but no, it's... it's, We all have healing abilities to be honest. I always say... We're usually taught a religion because we're born into a family that's either Christian or Muslim or whatever the case may be. So Mm -hmm. you're usually taught that. And I always try to tell people, and it's usually anything. Once you turn 18, you have to explain, not even have to wait to 18. So not say that, but I just say the age 18 because that's when you're considered a quote unquote adult. So it's just like, you have to start kind of exploring the world for yourself. Like if you were born into a Christian household, once you get to a certain age, it's up to you to decide, is this something that I truly believe in or was this just taught mm. to me? Is this exactly. something that I want to truly, you know, keep going to church and keep pursuing? Or is this something that I was, I've done all my life. So it's a routine. And I'm not telling mm. people, of course, to quote question god or question the bible because a lot of people don't like to do that because you know older black people tell y'all you don't question god you don't question the bible me i'm questioning everything i'm sorry (laughs) call it what you want because i need clarity on things so Mm -hmm. i i I will ask other people well what what you think this mean or what is christianity to you or what is spirituality to you because it's just like i need to know if my definition is completely opposite yours Mm -hmm. or if my definition is in correlation with yours like okay you know i see that I, i i deal with it like i get it type of thing so I always tell people, like, once you get an adult, it's time to kind of, like, break out of what was taught to us and kind of explore life and explore yeah. on your own and grasp your own thinking. Because some of our parents or even our grandparents, it's just that they'll force it on you. I was yeah. never one of those kids that was mandated to go to church every Sunday. <laughs> I wasn't... Um, I did go some Sundays, but I had I had the option. Do you want to go to church? If I say no, I didn't have to go. <laughs> Same type of thing. Right. But I know some people they were forced to go every Sunday or every Tuesday or every Wednesday or whatever the case. That wasn't me. And I yeah. like I typically try to live my life 
for me and no one else. Um, yeah. I'm not going to live it for the Bible. I'm not going to live it for the Quran. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live it for me. And I yes. feel like the relationship I have with God and the relationship that I have with the universe, that's for me to have. Because your right. relationship you have with God and the relationship you have with the universe are going to be completely different from mine. Mm-hmm. No two people will ever be the same to me. So that's why when people say certain things, I, well, me, my God, <laughs> because yeah. we may not have the same God, because my God mm-hmm. is an understanding God. <laughs> yeah. My God yeah. Knows, everything that I'm going to make, you know, before I make it, but I do repent. I do. Um, that's a part of my journaling. Like you were saying, like I journal a lot. So I, mm-hmm. I'm i going to admit my flaws, my mistakes. I'm going to write my questions to God through my journal, through my meditation. You get answers, don't you? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it. <laughs> if I don't get it right in that moment, yeah. I'm going to get it later on. the next week or so, definitely. And then the crazy thing is, I just it's one of those things. It's like, is that you? Mm-hmm. Is this my answer yeah. right here? And he'll yes. show you. So yes. I I love yes. the fact that a lot of millennials are getting out of the judgment mm-hmm. that our grandparents kind of instilled on us. Yeah, and even like, in their defense, I'm sorry, but I do want to say this. All right, so like, because you did mention that like once people become a certain age, like once we grow, we don't have to, you know, live in a way that our parents forced us to live and have these mm-hmm. beliefs. Some people don't want to venture out or know the truth because of fear, because it's like, well, my mama said this, my grandma did this. So I'm going to just stick with this because it's safe over here. And I know that once <laughs> I learned about this other shit, it's going to fuck with my mind. Then I'm going to have to realize that everything that I thought was a lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and in our grandparents' defense, so we were in the time in their age, we were in the time of the Piscean age, and that's when the middleman was needed. Why is that? Because they needed to work. They needed to go to work. They didn't have this extra time to read extra books and, you know, on different <laughs> religions and cultures and journals. They didn't have time for that. They needed to survive. They were in survival mode to take care of the kids and do what they needed to do to keep the roof over their head, to keep food in the mouth. So they did rely on the pastor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, put trust in the pastor and people still do that to this day because it's just at this at this point you know it's just the way that it is for them um Mm -hmm. but now we are in the Aquarian age um and you can look that up people can look that up where it's really we don't need the middleman anymore we can do our own research we can do our have our own understanding we can have our own connection with the higher being and whatever that is and you will get a response like you have and I, I do want to say this really quick because I I love God I, God source um definitely love Jesus but I want to just to let it be known that that's not all who we have especially if, like anybody I was gonna say especially if you're black American but we have our ancestors we have yes. our spirit tell guides the, tell the people we have yes. <laughs> like the dead people who passed and are in your family, we have those people supporting us that we can pray and thank too, because they are right over your shoulders behind mm-hmm. you. Sometimes, like I, I had like three clients today and one of my clients talked about how she saw or heard or smell, a, you can smell a perfume or you can taste something that they usually cook. That's a thing. Um, 
So we have our ancestors, we have our spirit guides who may not have been humans, but also like they I don't want to say took a liking to you, but in a sense that um they are here for you to support you. Ascended masters, for example, Jesus is an ascended master, and Isis, for example, just like a goddess, is an ascended master who is here to assist you. We have so much support on the spiritual realm, light beings from you know, um positive reinforcements from other dimensions. So mm-hmm. when I pray and when I call people in, I call them all in, baby, because I'm divinely <laughs> supported. And even the archangels, and I feel like it is so interesting because <clears throat> a lot of my clients are definitely have Christian backgrounds mm-hmm. and they don't they don't know about the archangels. And it's just like, damn, these are people that can be of service to you. And none of these people are higher than God. I will say that. Like, Mm -hmm. let there be, and I love that. I love that. Like, there should be no other God before me. That's literally an acknowledgement of other gods, Mm -hmm. to be clear, (laughs) in that statement. Um, So we have the archangel where it's like, once upon a time, there were no, um, before Jesus, right? People used God's representatives who are the archangels. So there's an archangel for for every little thing so archangel michael is like god's right hand man where you can call on michael for protection i think that um people who practice catholicism you you know usually may still use them i'm not sure i even when i was christian i didn't grow up um, in the catholic church but like archangel Raphael is the archangel over healing so you can summon them and ask them for help just like you can summon your ancestors and ask them for help i mean you know, we have good ancestors and not so good ancestors. So you also want to, I call them my most benevolent, you know, the, the good ones. Mm-hmm. If like one ancestor was good at shit, um, card games or, or gambling or something like that. I'd be like, hey, Uncle Ruck is like, come through, help your girl out. You know, something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uncle Ruck is, yeah, that, he was a cool, but he, and I don't have an uncle named Ruckus. I'm thinking about the moon die. But yeah, just <laughs> for an example. <laughs> yeah just as an example that I just want people to know like within my beliefs and my practices and you will learn on your journey in the books that I read like we just have so much spiritual support from people um and beings and ancestors the dead people God Jesus you know Buddha Allah whatever you believe in so it I just don't want to like break it down to just God and Jesus because there's so many other people that needs to be acknowledged in our lives. You know what I just thought about mm-hmm. as we're talking. So have you come across any people who are actually like atheists but then they yes. do spiritual like spiritual work or light work or you know stuff like that? Mm, okay so I have come across atheists. I actually have a friend <laughs> Uh, who's actually got a reading from me and okay. he is atheist I know I know one atheist for sure and um one half atheist and I say <laughs> atheist because honestly this is why I say half because <laughs> this is the thing about most atheists if they are black they have been pushed away or torn by Christianity mm-hmm. to the point where they know that book because each atheist that I have spoken with actually knows the bible so i feel like a lot of times people who actually know the bible through and through have less christianity and became either atheist or became a hebrew israelite 
Uh, whereas they're living in the time of the Old Testament, doing things, wearing a certain clothes, and really feel like, you know, Black people are the, the tribe of Judah. Mm-hmm. And um, so as far as the atheist goes, yes, actually, I met an atheist almost two years ago. Funny story, met him on Bumble. And it was just <laughs> something about him. Something about him. I didn't know. And he just put it all out there. Like, I'm atheist. I'm a hippie. I'm this. I'm that. Blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, mm, I don't see that for him. Like, I just knew my little, this was when I was really trying to fix people. I didn't know that I was a healer. I just knew like, oh, I can make this better. Oh, I can give you some enlightenment. And just like knowledge that I know, oh, I can see the potential in you. And that shit is draining. However, <laughs> yes. So the atheists usually <laughs> are usually like hurt or torn by Christianity. Something happened in their life or in their understanding to be like, this ain't it. But it's not easy for them to go to another religion. So they're just like, I'm not Christian. So then I'm atheist. Or they really believe in science, right? Mm-hmm. But even there are some things that science cannot prove um, or can't make sense of where spirituality can. And I've actually dealt with a dude who was like super science. And he's like, okay, let me try to quantify this shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it has to make sense somewhere. So he even has to, like with something I, as far as like manifesting what I told him, like, yeah, we can do this. This is a thing. Um, so let's just manifest in this way. And he's like, well, you know, atoms aren't really real until this point. So I guess this can be quantified. You know what I'm saying? But they you know. understand these are people. <laughs> that make me just roll my eyes. Like, you think you can <laughs> But these are people who actually know the Bible through and through. Mm -hmm. That's the funniest thing about atheists. Now, I can't speak for anyone outside of um, outside of African Americans because mostly all of us were brought into religious. But the ex the ex Christians that I know, Mm -hmm. they still even believe in a higher being or source. They just don't want to attach themselves to any other religion because it's like shit. It's too late. So fuck all this shit. (laughs) But honestly. Sorry for cursing. Oh, baby, but, this is what I do. They know it. <laughs> they know this shit by now. But, <laughs> but yeah, even atheists, they are um, they were once believers in something, and still slightly can be. And I love to have these conversations with them because when I go toe to toe, and not even in a like a debating type of way, but when you're able to have these conversations with mm-hmm. them, I'm able to get to the core of why they believe or no longer believe. Um, just not to put anybody's business out, but it usually has to do with some type of pain or hurt caused from the church, not even like caused from the religion of Christianity. So whether it was a pastor or whether it was uh, a parent, for instance, I'll give you my own personal an example. Mm-hmm. I felt like something was wrong with Christianity because anytime my mother would, uh, anytime I made a decision outside of what my mother believed that should be made, mm-hmm. I was told that my days would be cut shorter because that is in the Bible. You want to know why? And also in the Ten Commandments, because you should honor thy mother and thy father. So I don't. So I choose to go to school in Alabama instead of going staying in Illinois to go to school. I'm not honoring my parent, and that's in the Bible. And you're supposed to honor thy mother and thy father because your days will be cut shorter, which is there, right? Mm-hmm. But if you keep reading this which I I had that conversation with my mom when I actually started to open the book like gee, you have been 
an oppressive ass parent and that is manipulation and that's what pastors do and that's what pimps do because it says honor thy mother and thy father but also the parent should not provoke the child and there was a lot of provoking going on so that something like that could make a child you know resent the religion because of how it is being delivered you know what you saying? know they stopping right after you should honor thy mother and thy father period that means look black yeah. mamas be like ain't so no more means- after that period <laughs> honor i me said what i said <laughs> okay i said what i said and my rules Girl. apply in my house it is I am your God, okay, right. and and that fucks with us, you know. Hell yeah, I I will yeah. say like like I said, I didn't grow up in a super like religious household. Like with my dad, I lived with my dad my my whole life, honestly. And oh, like I really can't even say a time that we went to church together, which is I know mm-hmm. kind of sad. But as he's gotten older, he goes to church. He goes now, you know, he reads his Bible. He's really involved. And I think that's one thing that like he probably regrets on not doing when I was younger or whatever. But, you know, I don't fault him for it at all. Now, I did go with my birth mother, but she was the one that's like, you're my mom. <laughs> so it's just like... You sitting over here, yeah. you talking to me, however, and you saying, however, you know, rude things or cruel things to your own child, but you're using mm-hmm. the Bible, you know, as a backup to justify, you know, to justify what you're saying yeah. and your actions. And it's just like, okay, girl, I'm going to hit you with the Bible in a minute. You know, <laughs> like, I'm hit you with your own Bible. You keep talking to me. Yeah. But I, and then when you can understand. Yeah, and then when you start read that shit for yourself and learn that, like, oh shit, I've got fucked. Like, and that's a lot of people who actually look into it. And some, and in in people's defense, also, some people don't have the, mm, I won't say the knowledge, but they don't want to take the time to actually depict it because the way that it is written, right? Yeah, you kind of have to, you know, look into the the translation, even though it is in English. Mm-hmm. Like, what they talking about sometimes? <laughs> Oh, that's like, exactly me. What does this mean? Look, that's me to this day. <laughs> to this day. Sometimes I can read. So then that's like, and I'm still confused. I'm like, right. Let me reread this and make sure. Let me just listen to Pastor Troy because he know what they say. Because I don't, you know. And then you giving people too much power. Yes, yeah. I did, Pastor Troy. But that's just for me. That's giving people too much power over my life. What? I, I refuse. And I think the best thing for me for when I'm reading the Bible, or even if I'm reading something in regards to spiritual or manifesting because I want to get into that next like if I'm reading whatever I'm reading if it's a self-help or it's something that's making me more knowledgeable I'm taking notes because I need to clarify this for myself it may be worded one way but I need to rearrange it for my understanding because there are so many things that go uh, when you're reading a book there's so many things that will be worded of course like proper english and um dialect and stuff like that for me like i'm a little you know get a little hoodie whatever definitely have a college education but i just mm-hmm. need things to flow for me and it's just like okay hold on Let, this is what i think and then i go back and i reflect on what i wrote and what it means to me and then i'll go back and read it again to make sure I, my clarity is okay and my clarity is okay yep that's how i read it that's how I yeah it. that makes sense um, so it, it's it's different for, of course, everyone, how their 
they'll read something and then they'll go and interpret it. So I, I definitely understand that. I can only speak for myself. But I do want to talk yeah. about, I want to talk about, of course, the crystals and incense. And before we're done, I want to, uh, you to give some book recommendations for people who are um, getting into it. Like if they wanted to start, but I'm going to do that towards the end. But, Absolutely. I'd be happy to. <laughs> so for like the crystals and incense and like manifesting and the tarot cards, what did mm-hmm. you gravitate towards first? First, um, definitely crystals. At the beginning of my journey, I was working at Starbucks <clears throat> and I had still hundreds of people a day in the middle of downtown Chicago and this guy came in one day and he had something around his neck and as I stood at it it made me kind of dizzy to be honest um and like the third time he came in and they were different mm-hmm. I was like what does this mean what I just knew that it had a meaning because it was like speaking to me and I felt a certain way when he was in there and so I'm like what does this mean what what's going on with this around your neck and he's like oh yeah so this is black tourmaline and it's it protects me, you know, um, from negative energies. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And so after some time, like he would come in and share things with me, just like, oh, I did this, you know, just regular customers providing that great customer service. Um, <laughs> he One day I came in and I asked him, you know, where he got them from. And uh, he introduced me, like he showed me someone's uh, Instagram page and then it was there. So first it was the crystals. And what I liked about the person who I actually bought the crystals from Mm -hmm. is that everything that we talked about as far as spirituality, he referenced the book. Someone who is going to be, and that's what gravitated me, that was next. So first it was the crystals, but then it was the me wanting to gain understanding about what I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and what's happening in my life. Because after that, so many things changed in my life. I quit my job, like a bunch of other things. And that opened the doors for me to like dig deep into the spirituality part. And every time that I spoke with this person, it was not someone trying to tell me or make money off of me and tell me, you know, um, this should be this way. You should think this way. It's actually grab this book and we'll talk about it later. You know what I'm saying? And so that made me dig into my own understanding. And that's why I appreciate it. And that's what I do to my clients and my friends like when you first reached out to me the first thing you I uploaded I think a picture a video of my bookcase mm-hmm. you like what books should I get into and that's how a lot of the conversations start which I love because I don't want to have to be the responsible person for <laughs> your understanding on spirituality right. you know like right. you should actually believe the person and fuck with it if they're telling you about a book and a lot of us don't open books that's why people can gain so much control over other people because we don't want to read and see shit for ourselves. Hell yeah, no. Nah. You so see definitely... a, a headline on social media and people <laughs> will run with it. They don't even open up a two-minute article to read that. So you damn sure know. Yeah. I'm not going to say everybody, but you damn sure know a lot of people not going to pick up a book. And to be honest, like for me, when I reached out to you, I reached out to you because I, you know, I saw you post a lot about different things as far as the crystals or books and things. And I was at home on bed rest going batshit crazy <laughs> like, for, um, those who don't know last year I tore my Achilles heel and I was on bed rest for like a month and I was just going 
just start crazy, just sitting in one spot. I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. And I was just like getting to a point where I'm like, okay, am I getting depressed? Like, is this what depression feels like? Because I'm naturally a homebody. Um, I don't have to go places and do things, but it was the point of just being confined to one room with a cast on my leg. And at one point it was like this water pump machine that I would have to lug around kind of like an oxygen, oxygen tank. So I just, I couldn't move really. So that's when I reached out to Stan and it was just like, look, I, I need some books. I need something to read. I need some self, self-help self books. I need something that's going to stimulate my mind because I was, like I said, I think I was getting to a fucked up place where I think depression was trying to like creep in. And then you did recommend um, Manifest Now was the book, the first mm-hmm. book that you told me to read. And when I say that book, I still go to because that's the book you can continuously read because you get those affirmations about manifesting and about yourself, about speaking positive into your life to get positive out of it. And it's just like, I absolutely love that book. (laughs) I love it. Same. It's been what, like two or three years and I still go back. First, I had it just in audio and like, I love her voice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was like, Okay, I need to start taking notes, but I need this on my phone just because I, I know I'll be on my phone. So I bought it in iBook. And then I'm like, no, I need the physical copy because <laughs> she is dropping gems. Like, I need it. <laughs> and I go back and over and over and over because it's so every time I, I read it or, you know, do a practice that she suggests, it's like it's bringing something new into my life and it's literally like helping us, you know, reprogram it our is. ways of thinking of things that we deserve because. Even then, I'm sorry, we'll go back there really quick. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to getting things that you want, like, yeah, you can pray for it. But in the book, she's talking about, like, really manifesting it to a way that you deserve it. Thank God for it before you even get it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's how you're going to get it faster. Not being in a needy or begging type of way, like, oh, please, please, please. But really awesome. Thank you, God, for this new car that I'm about to get with a low down payment. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, instilling it. So, yeah, I, that's definitely one of my favorite books. It is. Because it's just like, I feel like manifestation or manifesting things is, at first, when I first heard it, like reading the books and stuff like that, it was kind of like, okay, so this is just what they mean when they say speaking it into existence. And it's one of those things It's kind of like, okay, like, like you just said, like, okay, dear God, I want this. <laughs> Like, like, but as you read the book and as you start to kind of like loosen up, because of course, when you're starting something new, there's this like hesitation. It's this, like, yeah, because this is new. Yeah, this is it's weird. just like, huh, am I doing it wrong? <laughs> like, but there's right. no particular way to do it, it's what you feel comfortable with. So for me, it was just like, okay, so I'm just supposed to like talk to my ancestors. I'm just supposed to like put it in the atmosphere. And the crazy thing is I literally talk to myself all day long. Not like crazy Mm -hmm. talk to myself, but (laughs) I literally just, you know, have conversations like in my head, like, okay, girl, you know, you got to do this thing. You know, you want this and stuff like that. But to actually like verbally say things out loud to me when I first started doing it, it was just like, this is kind of weird. So I had one stop saying weird but I still say it certain things to me I'm like okay this is weird but I get used to it so for a manifesting for me it's like 
I'm putting it out in the air, like, and I'm talking to it just like I talk to my friends. Like, I'm getting that shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I want to hear it. This is for me. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Like, I put that energy into it because one, I'm not going to change how I talk because that wouldn't be authentically me. So if I yeah. curse on it every day, like, and when I talk to God, I curse. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't curse at him, just like I wouldn't curse at my parents, but that's just how I talk. So it's the passion. Yeah. yeah sure. It's what makes me feel comfortable or whatever. But manifesting it's okay. and it's you you have to believe in it for you to receive it. it. It's just one of those things. It's just like you can't ask for it or say you want it or say you deserve it but you don't believe in it. You don't believe that you deserve it. You don't believe that you want it. It's something you have to actually yeah. put put that umph into it. Like, you know what? No, I deserve this shit. This is why. This is Come on, Molly. <laughs> <But no. Say that. laughs> I learned that, like, once, you know, once I got out um, and I had the boot on and I was moving around, I was just so happy to be back having my hot girl summer. But I'm like, no, nah, I can't fall back into the things I was doing before I saw my Achilles here. Like, I, I'm on this new journey now. So, once with my journaling, once I, you know, got to the place, I'm like, okay, let, let me say what I want. And it's just so crazy. I wrote down a list of things that I wanted to do and I never said anything <laughs> to anybody about what I wanted to do and I um I wrote them down on like a Sunday or a Monday and then I did a reading we're going to get into tar- tarot readings I did a reading with um a woman that you suggested and when I say sis read me my life and I mean, for a feel, like I'm sitting on the phone and this lady is literally just telling me about myself, like things that I have never even said out loud to anybody else. And it was just like, a, how you going to do me like this? <laughs> right. How the fuck do you know? Right. Like, who are you? <laughs> You've been a fly on the wall. These are things that I say in my head that I never said out loud. But one of the things was about me wanting to work with kids, wanting to teach crafts to kids and things like that. And I'm like, okay, I wrote this down literally a couple days ago and none of my friends knew. Like, I didn't tell any of my friends for for this lady that I have never even met who's just giving me a reading on my life to tell me, like, I see you teaching crafts to kids. I see you, you know, with your own crafting studio and I see you loving kids. And I'm just like, okay. So after I got out there reading, of course, I'm just like, wow. Like, it was just, it was confirmation, but it was also like, okay, I I wasn't ready for this. But within two weeks, what she said, what I put into my my journal that I wanted to manifest for myself, I was doing it. I was teaching a crafting class to children. And I had like three of them, like within that one month span of me even putting this in my journal. So it was just like okay, this is what it is. You have to believe and want this for yourself and you just speak it into yourself. Just like you speak life into other people and you give them those affirmations and you give them the encouragement, you have to do it to yourself. And when you do it to yourself, speak it into the universe so the universe can hear you. So the universe can believe you. Like, you have to want And feel it too. Girl, and it was just like, it was such one of, it was like one of those like, crybaby moments because it was like I did this shit mm-hmm. like anybody it's liberating this? Yes. <laughs> I did yes. this for me like it happened like because it didn't have to go to 
to hope. You know right. what I'm saying? You just did it in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. So I'm a firm believer, and I know that a lot of people are getting into manifesting or learning about it through B. Simone. You know, that she talks about manifesting like a lot. Mm-hmm. or whatever and she yeah. has a book out um now about her manifestations or whatever and i think she has like actual journal notes and things like that and i'm just like i really do mm-hmm. want to support her and i do want to get the book but it's like every time she like read you know stop it sells out but i do want to look into her book as well um in regards to manifesting mm-hmm. and just see like how other people do it because a lot of people are yeah. going to do it differently because there's no um there's no 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 guidelines. You get what I'm saying? Like there's no there's definitely levels to, to manifesting, baby. Because you could do it with sex. You can do. It. We ain't gotta get into all that. Okay, so you said you do. I brought up the tarot reading. So you said you do tarot readings. Okay, how did you get into that? How how did that get started? Is that something that you wanted to do, or you feel pulled? Yeah. Okay, so funny thing is I have been buying cards because I would like, of course, I would get readings and also like watch some stuff on YouTube, but it, was, it wasn't in my plan when I first started my business. Um, my business plan had to do with something, an experience that I had just recently had, mm-hmm. something that I was doing for myself. So usually empaths, um, people like us, uh, empaths or you know, you have certain gifts or people are sensitive to energies, light workers, etc. Um, have to take baths because you feel mm-hmm. like you feel your feelings, you feel other people's feelings, and that shit gets heavy, right? Okay. And so um I would any reading that I would get, they would be like, Hey, so you are this person and this is what you need to do. You have to do some extra maintenance to yourself. And then I would start at first, it felt like a chore, but honestly, it really helped me. And so I started dealing with someone, honestly, and a guy and um, I felt people on him. Um, So like his energy was heavy because of the people that he used to deal with. And so I was like, hey, I cannot continue this. Um, definitely, you know, this is too much. Like I feel these people on you. And there were a certain type of women that he was attracting. And so he was like, you know, I'll, I was like, you would need a bath if we would continue. And he was like, I'll do it. Like very nonchalantly, like I'll do it, whatever. You know, if I don't agree with something that you got going on, I'll let you know, but I'll do it. So I was like, okay, damn. I thought that that was it. Like usually you tell a guy, well, I would tell a guy, like, I can't mess with you anymore. They would be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now, but he was like, why? What, what, what's, what's going on? Like, is it the energy? Like, cause he, he's aware of like the things that I'm into, mm-hmm. which is, he, that was pretty dope. And so fast forward, I had made him a bath similar to one that I make, I, I use for myself. And after he took the bath, just with herbs. So I worked with herbs um, and different herbs do different things, even the ones in your kitchen. So I gave him the bath and um, gave him directions on how to visualize and meditate or whatever. And he took it. And when he came, I saw him before he went to go take his shower. And then when he came out, I was like, you look different. And he was like, I feel different. You can sell this shit. Like, bottle this shit up. Like, <laughs> he was with it. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, I could really do this. And I had been getting messages that I was going to be getting into some things. And I had no clue what it was going to be. So, like, dealing with him was definitely divine. Like, it was supposed to happen because 
um, that helped me realize my gift and like what I have the ability, one of the abilities to do. So as I was beginning to like think of a master plan to make soaps and bath bombs, which are coming soon, um, I um, got, when I got my hair done, so I have a family member who would come to me for some things. Uh, we are on the same journey and she would ask me questions and I would just use my cards for myself and for her sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I uh, wasn't going to get my hair done by her. And I took my cards because I know that we have been talking and I hadn't pulled any cards for her in a while. But even without the cards, it, I definitely have like gifts of like being able to see an intuition because some things like I was like, OK, you need to do this or maybe this person likes this. And she was like, how do you know that? And I was like, shit, I don't know, girl. <laughs> like, I just this is what I felt. And this is what I needed to tell you, because this is what was I was moved to tell you. Mm-hmm. you know. And so. Fast forward, I um gave her a reading. I pulled some cards for her and she was in tears. And after that, she sent me this text message like, girl, please step into your gifts. Like, this is it. Like, you pulled everything that I am going through currently. And we didn't talk about any of these things. So, of course, me may, having doubts and stuff, I'm like, mm, okay, maybe I got lucky. Let me test this out on a couple more people, So, which I did. And these two people, I knew them, but things came up that I did not know about them that they were going through. And so that's how I got into the readings. But beginning to do the reading, sometimes I don't even use the card sometimes. Like, like it, it, I'm stopped from using it. And I just look up like, okay, this is the message that I need to give you. Or I'll see something. Like I have a visualization. Um, and I was like, okay, I see you on the beach, you're blogging, you're doing this, you're doing that. And the person just started crying, like, oh my fucking God. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so that's how I got into it. I was not planning to do this, but definitely within my own readings, I was being encouraged to get into it because this was well, this is definitely a calling for me. And within doing readings, I'm selling the bath that I made for the guy in myself and then also selling sea moss girl it's a lot <laughs> okay so i'm gonna ask you about the sea moss in a minute but let me ask you about the reading mm-hmm. so you know you've been doing the readings um and i'm gonna let mm-hmm. um of course you tell where you do the readings and then i'm gonna get your information and put it in the description box and everything yeah. so and i'm gonna tag For you sure. of course on ig and stuff girl you know whatever so have you given any readings that have made you feel uncomfortable maybe telling people certain things um not uncomfortable but because for me it's not honestly to be honest with you a lot of my readings Ty I don't even remember and that's how I know (laughs) that the message is coming from spirit like I don't know if you like one day I was like yeah we're gonna do your reading you like we already had it (laughs) I forgot right so this I'm not trying to get in anybody's business or anything in the moment I'm just delivering the message I'm literally the messenger I'm a vessel I'm a conduit so I'm not um I don't really feel uncomfortable only thing that that I guess I can say today because a lot of people the most uh, awkward thing that will come up in a car is a death car and a lot of times it has nothing to do with someone dying but actually the death of a situation <laughs> a ending in a cycle and so when people when I say this is a death card I have to always explain right. what that means like you're ending something this relationship is dead it's not <laughs> not your family member not you but if people see that like death like oh no I'm about to die so sometimes that can be a little awkward before I explain what that is but usually no I mean 
the readings are usually very um beautiful and beneficial even if people are in the best like place at the moment uh one of the reasons why I call them consultations is because I give so much information to get them out of that moment I give people homework where they don't have to check in with me but with themselves because it's really a part the purpose of it is get spiritual guidance and it's just like going to the doctor for your spirit you go you get the prescription it's up to you to go fill it and to take the medicine true you know? true and so that's what it's about so you gave me a reading um you know as you stated or whatever and it was okay so i've had i think three that I can remember. So I'll say three. So the first reading, of course, was from a mutual. Well, I don't want to know. I don't know if it's a mutual friend, but from a guy that I used to date that you're yeah. with. Okay. So he was the first okay. one to give me a reading. And it's funny that you said the death card because the death card came up in that reading. And like I looked at him, he looked at me, and I was just like, hold on, what the hell? He was like, it's not what you think, it's not what you think you ending a journey or ending something and starting you know something new and that was during the time when I was on bed rest so he was like you ended your high girl summer but now you're kind of awakening something bigger you know inside of you so that's it made sense with that one or whatever and then the second one was Mm -hmm. with the um the one that I said that you refer and then this third one was with you so even with the last two uh well the first two Everything that basically, like, the card said, it was just like, okay, all right, like, yep, that's it, that's it. And it's so funny because it's this reoccurring thing. Because <laughs> when you did my room, it was a reoccurring thing. And I'm just like, it's me. And I know it's me because I'm so hard on myself and I'm so critical of myself. And it's just like, I have faith within myself um, to do certain things that I want to do. But I'm also, like I said, I'm, I'm going to criticize myself. And I'm just like... Uh, are you sure you want to do that? Are you, are you sure that that's going to take off? Are you sure that that's a good plan? So one of the things I'm doing our reading that you said, it was just like trusting my intuition. Like it's the inner disconnect with myself. And it's like, I get it because I have this battle within myself all the time of do I have it? And then the other part of me is like, really, I think she do it. <laughs> like do it. So yeah. that's when you said, and I think that was the magician in the mirror and it was in reverse and it was just like the energy connect mm-hmm. and it was saying like, get out of my own way, get out of my own head, listen to my intuitive voice. And that's literally a battle that I've been having with myself for a while. Just, And it doesn't have to be just necessarily about my business as far as Molly with the most or as far as chasing destiny and things like that. It's just me with making life choices, life decisions. I'm an indecisive person. So it's just like one hand, I'm like, well, this could be the outcome. The second hand, I'm like, well, damn, this could be the outcome. So I'm I'm always going to mm-hmm. battle myself. And then you talk yeah, that little voice of doubt. Always, always. <laughs> and then um, one thing that came up in my reading was financial restraint. And I worry about money way more than I should <laughs> for some reason. And my grandmother always mm-hmm. tells me, like, you can save all the money in the world, but when you die, you can't spend it. It, it doesn't die with you it's still there but you're dead and I focus so much on saving money investing money and 
sometimes I don't feel like I'm living in the now, <laughs> like for I'm not living in the moment, living in the now. I'm just really always thinking about what about five years from now, where I'm going to be? What about 10 years from now? So when you said the financial restraints and it was basically you're going to receive more money with less uh, restraints. And I'm just like, okay. Trust yourself. Yeah, like, trust yourself, girl. <laughs> trust yourself. And then it was, um, we definitely talked about a lot of things, but it was one, and I have it wrote down. Give me one second. Oh, the wheel. I think this was with your hoodoo deck of cards. It was the wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, to summarize it, it was everything turned out the way that it was supposed to turn out. Um, I thought too much about a situation and an experience, but I have to get out of my own way. It ended the way that it was supposed to end. So I'll correlate that to the guy that I just said, like the friend. And when we were dating, I was just like so into this person. I was so intrigued by this person. <laughs> it was just like, damn. But after the fact, like when we stopped talking, like I was hurt about it. I'm like, damn, I really liked him and yada, yada. But I fell for him so hard, so fast because he was the first person after like my relationship. I took those two years and then he was the first person like I started dating. So I just fell for him so fast. But I do things as such like I felt like after the fact, I learned that the universe brought him to me to get me to this spirituality part because he was so into it and he brought that to me. He kind of opened up my mind and then that's when me and you started talking about it. So I think his purpose Mm -hmm. in my life was to bring that to me for me to research for myself. But I do shit like store fucking niggas. (laughs) God (laughs) sent this man in my life to teach me something. And what do I do? I'm like you seen him for that but I thought you seen him for that like not both of them like type of thing but yeah that's what I do but I do feel like that was the thing because after that situation I was you know I was hurt about it I'm like damn nigga you play you you do me like this or whatever but it was just one of those things that I'm just like you know what that person came into my life for this this particular reason so it, it happened the way that it was supposed to happen. Like the way that the universe set up that person coming into my life, my injury, my bed rest, it all happened because I needed to open up my mind. I needed to open up a book. I needed to get back into my journaling because at that point before I was just trying to have a hot girl summer. Like I had trips lined up. I dated multiple niggas. <laughs> like my <laughs> these yeah. knees to be mm-hmm. stallion knees <laughs> but the ankle was not ready for the stallion knee so <laughs> everything played out the way that it was supposed to play out and it's one thing that I okay. live in the shoulda coulda woulda moment and I have to just realize like no it happened the way it was supposed to whether I liked it or not and that's just not even dealing with him that's just dealing with anything with life like it happened the way that it was supposed to happen so you can't live it with any regrets like well I wish I could do this over oh y'all wish I could do that over no it happened so Mm -hmm. I feel like with this reading yeah like I said there were other things we talked about but those were the ones that really like kind of stood out um it was definitely a great reading so I definitely suggest anybody that's listening if you want (laughs) if you want a reading or you just have like you know questions or concerns or even if you're one of those people like "Mm, I want to try just to see 
you get what I'm saying? I think give it a shot. You know, I'm a, like I said, I'm gonna link her information um, to this video. Give it a shot. Just, just see, you know, where it goes because you it might open up something for you, or it might not. But it, it doesn't hurt to give it a shot. It will. It will. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be received. Literally, every person that I've given a read into had never received one except for mm-hmm. you. I think everyone else. Um, has not and on my site booking page when you link it like people will see all of the reviews are five stars and it's not because I'm begging for it like people are just I'd be surprised like damn you really felt that because I don't ask usually like okay this is a message Uh, thank you so much you can use this information uh, look into this read this book journal you know and that's it and then when they leave the review I'm like oh that's how you feel okay but yeah it it definitely helps and then I do suggest taking notes because like I said earlier mm-hmm. writing down things that you're reading or someone is telling you like it gives you those notes so you can come back at a later time to kind of like go through it for yourself because you have to you have to get that clarity for yourself nobody can clarify it for you so I think taking notes mm-hmm. is the best thing if you are going to do a reading which of course I should I suggest that you do <laughs> so yeah, I do have a question as far as readings. Is there anyone uh-huh. or any particular group of people that you won't do a reading for? Like maybe somebody like you're dating or exes or like coworkers? Like, do you feel like it no, would overstep? Actually. Oh, you said no? Because I was like, do you feel like it would overstep like kind of knowing their information maybe? No. See, that's the thing. So I, and I know that like people who um because I feel like I'm gonna run into that where people really don't want me to um because they know me but honestly I have given um a reading to mm-hmm. like friends who things came up that I had no idea about but I don't remember <laughs> I just read the reviews and be like oh yeah they because they were like yeah I never shared this with anyone like mm-hmm. you or uh I've given my sister a reading and like she was in tears like yeah I never told you this but this yeah. came up and it's not and I've also given a co-worker a reading actually this week um and it's no judgment from me especially when you're doing this work you're doing it from the heart and there's no judgment so it wouldn't be awkward for me um I don't think that there's anyone I, no I take it back I was gonna say I don't think that there's anyone who I wouldn't give a reading to the only person that I wouldn't give a reading to is probably my <laughs> Um, <laughs> how did I know that you were going to say like, when mama. you took it back you said you know what they're probably is. I knew you were going to say this and this is why like I love my mm-hmm. mom right but she um, it would go on for like hours because she needs to clarify things that I clarify and I love her so much like I gave her a singing I, I deal with the singing bowls the bath bowls so I gave her a bath this morning and like she's super passionate but we would be on the phone for like hours you know for her to explain things or even because also she's gifted mm-hmm. as well and she doesn't use tools so I think it would also be awkward for her you know um and I love her to death but yeah probably my mom and my grandmother because they don't oh, use tools and that's about it anybody else like yeah if my dad was alive I'd be like dad let me just do this on you real quick like even though he wasn't with it I knew he was okay because I I introduced him to astrology so you know during the dating process are you whipping these these cards out when these crystals out first date or when do you whip this out on (laughs) I don't actually um like 
it's so funny because the last person that I dated, he actually, um, I had no idea that he knew what I was into or getting into because this is before I like became public and started like really talking about readings or anything. But I think that like people who pay attention, like you notice some of the things that I will upload, I guess he did. So he asked to take me out for my birthday and he's like, yeah, I know you're a witch and I know that you know what I'm thinking right now. So let me just go ahead and tell you what's going on. And I was like, whoa, wait. And I was like, what is what are you talking about? I'm just trying to be coy with it. And he was like, I pay attention to everything that you say on social media. Of course, we're friends on Facebook. We're, um, we follow each other on Instagram. And he also follows me on Twitter. So usually I'm able to escape on one mm-hmm. or the other and like say things um, subliminally. But he catches it. He used to ca- catch it all. He was like, well, don't you see that I, I like everything that you tweet? And I'm like, yeah, but I thought you was just like frozen or high <laughs> or whatever. I don't know, you know? Um, but so no, I'm not whipping out the cards. I never whipped out cards on that person that I dated. Um, I definitely asked like in a reading because he came up prior, like a year ago that I would be dealing with this person. And I had no idea because I've known him for a while. Um, I had no idea that it would be him. And so I'm like, okay, is this thing for real? Like, it, what is, what's the purpose of this? Because I, I don't really have time to waste. So it wasn't me asking for myself. I don't usually pull cards for other people, like for myself. I would actually get a reading. And so um, that's how that happened. I, no crystals on him, but I did. Like when I realized something, it was like, okay, bro, you need a bath because I don't know who been in your space, but I don't want that on me. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's okay, it. so I have a funny little story, like, you know. I had one of my male friends over. Like, you remember I made that post about how do you break up like a situationship, like a y'all just fucking and shit. Honestly, I can't break it off. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so he had came over and I have like I don't want to call it an altar because I don't feel like it's where it needs to be to be called an altar. But I'll say I have like my okay. altar inspired, <laughs> like my inspired altar behind this curtain okay. in my room. So he was like, what's back? No, no, I had my crystals first. <laughs> so I whipped out my bag of crystals because he said, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted to get some. So I was like, you know me, I'll get it. I'm like, oh, you want to see my crystal collection? So I whipped it out, and it's in, like, this little baggy <laughs> thing or whatever. It's, like, this cute little see-through kind of mesh bag. He was like, damn, like, you a witch? <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, you got to be this little bag. And I guess the bag is black, and I got these, like, crystals in them or whatever. So yeah. I was like, I mean, I'm practicing. <laughs> Practicing. So, practice. He was like, What's back there? And he pointed. And I was like, Oh, that's like my author. You know, when I be talking to my dead ancestors. <laughs> and I thought I probably didn't like, I hadn't seen him in probably like a couple months. So he hadn't been to my house to see this. Mm-hmm. So I know he was like, right. Okay, he's like, Yeah, I've it? been knowing him for, uh, of course, 10 years. So his whole thing is like, Awesome. Uh-huh. When you start doing this, <laughs> like, Nigga, do it scare you because you're gonna keep coming back. But it's just funny because guys, especially the ones who don't know much about it, it's just like they kind of looking at you like, hold on, girl, like what you into? But I get it because when I first started, you know, reading and getting into things, I was looking at it like that too. Like, okay, what is this? <laughs> what mm-hmm. is this? But like a guy who's yeah. into it and knows yeah. about it, I'd be like, oh, let me come sit on your lap. Let's talk. <laughs> like, 
how do you yeah. feel like and he don't even have to have like be into it like mm-hmm. on my level um but like even with my ex-boyfriend because the last person I was just dating but with my ex like we dated for two years and it was just I was going in a way like mm-hmm. on the journey um just reading and so I would even bring things up to him he's from a different culture and so a lot of the things because of what I'm getting it, what I'm basically into is a lot of uh, African traditional uh, ways of life, African mm-hmm. traditional religion practices. So I would just, you know, reference with him, like, hey, do you know about this? Do you know about that? And he's like, yeah. And although like he had knowledge of it and we can have conversations about it for hours, he would be like, I don't, I don't subscribe to it though, mm-hmm. because he's Christian, you know, but we can still have those conversations as long as it's a happy medium. But yeah, I haven't met like the only men who I met who are like me were either <laughs> taken or <laughs> yeah. not like that. Um, or, um, you know, not, into gotcha. women, you know, so it'll happen, but like, I'm glad that. So it's usually like, I get the science people who are open to it, but not practicing in the way that I gotcha. am. Okay, okay. So I'm going to wrap it up now. What books do you recommend for someone who is kind of getting started or someone who just doesn't know much, but they're kind of wanting to read more into it? If you could just recommend like two top books, which ones would they be? Oh, two. Okay. Cause I had a game. <laughs> no, I had like five. Um, definitely. Since you've already mentioned manifest now, I will not okay. mention that one. And so I would definitely say jambalaya like the, mm-hmm. like the dish by Louisa okay. Tish. Um, that is a really good book for black people um, and spirituality just to get an okay. understanding and ooh <laughs> hmm. I'll also say because we talked about manifesting and visualizations I'll say tapping the power within and that is by our good sis Iyanga oh, right. we we'll love it but love it and you know I don't agree we don't agree with everything that she does however she's a great great author she has hella books and this book um tapping the power within will definitely get you started on your journey she talks about like your altars visualizations manifesting Mm -hmm. definitely good 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 good, okay do you have any okay so hold on I was going to say, do you recommend them getting any particular crystals? But I want you to tell them how, not what crystals, because there's no way for you to tell them what crystals, but how should they go? Perfect. You know I know. <laughs> you know I know. Exactly. Yeah. So crystals are of the earth, and things that are of the earth are, um, they have life to them, they speak to you. Um, just like plants and crystals speak to you. They call out to you. So like when I mentioned earlier, when the the guy came in my job and I felt dizzy, it was like, whoa, you know, what is this around your neck? And later on, I ended up getting one of those crystals because I felt I needed it um, to protect my energy because I'm so sensitive. So when I go to the crystal store, it's what is what I'm attracted to is what is attracting me, if that makes sense. So one of the first crystals that I got attracted to was rose quartz. Um, and I have so many. That's like the most that I have. And it has to do with like the heart chakra and healing and loving and compassion and self-love. So definitely if you go, just 
look just look around and see what you feel what you feel about them um how they look to you it can be like oh this is so pretty I need this in my life and other times like my son will pick crystals out I just pick them up and I look at the meaning I'm like oh shit I think I need this like he picks them for me a lot of times if he goes to the store with me yeah so that's basically um how you taught me Mm-hmm. Basically, just go to uh, a store, you know, that sells crystals or herbal store, just you know, whatever, and just let them speak to you. And for me, the first crystal that jumped out was a citrine, and it was just like, okay, mm. like so, what is this for? <laughs> like, why do I need? It? But right. it was basically <laughs> for like um, self-esteem and like getting away from like not holding on to negative um, vibes or whatever you know, everybody like talking about. And it was mm-hmm. just like more so to, um, for good feelings and to stimulate me and stuff like that. And I was like, during that time, what I was going through, I was so unhappy in my job. It was just like, oh, this is perfect. And I love the stores that will have the crystals. And then they have like, um, like a little place card or a little piece of paper that tells you everything what the crystal is for. So once I read it, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was in the right spot and I knew that I was actually listening to my body. Like, I was listening to my mind to tell me like, okay, you're gravitating towards this and this is why after you read me read it. So I was I was ecstatic about that. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, you know, my mm-hmm. little collection is growing. I have so many. I can't even think of each one, you know, that I can have. I know it's so fun and they're so right. supportive. I carry mine for those that are listening. I carry mine. Um, at first, I was carrying them in my pockets. If I didn't have pockets, I would put them in my bra. But now I got, like I said, a little black mesh bag, mm-hmm. and I put them in my purse and I carry them with me because I need that piece for me. <laughs> I need. Yeah, stay strapped. Stay strapped. This attitude can pop off in the quickest, and then sometimes I do have to pull out certain ones and just kind of like rub on them. Like, okay, calm down, refocus, gather yourself, type of thing. Yeah, and like you can put them in certain parts of your house, or like for instance, citrine um, that you mentioned. Put that in your wallet next to your money and your cards, and that will bring in the money. Um, like citrine and pyrite if you put like a selenite crystal mm-hmm. in the shower with you you can like it selenite is like light so it's like it washes away and it cleanses uh, and brings light to your aura so put it in the shower with you but you can also like rub yourself around with it and it also cleans your other crystals they work in like a really amazing look at me I got to see which ones I got and what I can do with them. Because I'm just like, you know, and there's some that I have that I haven't even like started to get into. I saw them because I'm like, okay, this is pretty. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I was gravitating towards it. So I have some that I actually just have to pull them out, look and see what they do. And then I do use them while I um, meditate. And so I'll play like my um, mm-hmm. singing bowls. I don't have, you know, my own set. So I listen to it on YouTube and I'll meditate. Sometimes I'll do yoga as I meditate. But I'll have like my crystals laid out around me. If I'm still, I might lay them like across my thigh or across my leg, depending on what, mm-hmm. which one it is. Like my rose court, when I feel like I want to be, I'm going to rub that across my heart. <laughs> Heal this part yes. of mine yes. and bring healing where it is. But yeah, if it's like my citrine to calm my body, I might rub it across my forehead for um, calming my brain down, calming my mind because it goes a mile a minute. 
So I, I use them. I guess, look, I'm healing myself. I'm doing healing work on myself when I do that. But it works yeah. for me. Now, is there anything yeah. you want to share with the people and also let them know where to follow you, where to get the readings and whatever else you want to tell Oh, yes. Uh, uh, real quick, I sell CMOS. I sell spiritual baths for impasse if anybody is listening. And I also do readings. You can um, follow me on Instagram, pretty brown eyes in the it's a zero instead of the O, so P-R-E-T-T-Y-B-R-0-W-N-E-Y-E-S. Um, also, my website and Facebook page and also Instagram page is in the works. Um, the Instagram page is Sensei Ashe, S-E-N-S-A-Y-A-S-E. Uh, you can find the link for the reading to see Moth and the Bath on both of my Instagram pages uh, right yes. now. Oh, yes. so I do want to ask about the Sea Moth because I said I was going to ask about that. So I keep seeing Sea Moth on social media. So tell me exactly what it is and what it does. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So Sea Moth is a red algae that grows on the Atlantic coast, the Europe, um, European coast and the Caribbean islands is literally from the water and it grows between like the water and land almost like sea moss I'm sorry like seaweed um and so what it is is like it um our body has 102 Mm -hmm. minerals in it and sea moss has 92 of those minerals that are inside of our body so it does a lot of replenishing for us it uh has mucus elimination so it'll help you know cure the cold flu any type of congestion that you have like I anytime I drink or eat dairy mucus uh comes in my body and so I just take a spoonful of sea moss or make a smoothie with some sea moss and almost immediately it just disappears not even like coming out it just disappears inside so it has a source of potassium chloride which is a nutrient that helps dissolve inflammation um it has zinc iodine iron all that good stuff it boosts your energy and also for men and women it enhances your your libido like it increases your sexual Hmm. desire um so yeah also it's good for your skin like outside uh topical like for dry skin it'll hydrate some people use it for face masks and also your hair because it does have sulfur in it I just see it so much and I'm just like where did this come from like why did it just get big all of a sudden but you know how things grow on social media so I always wonder uh what it was so oh go ahead I think right now it's getting big I'm sorry I think right now it's getting big because you know the virus is around and it's gonna help keep your immune system intact so a lot of people like who are trying to not get anything and just keep their immune system up are really digging into like sea moss and elderberry and a lot of natural things, you know, to put in our bodies to just keep us up to par. Because I think a lot of people who are passing from what's going on, um, you know, how are having underlying issues mm-hmm. with their bodies. So what people are doing is like, hey, like pushing this and helping you with energy and like even staying you know, um, it ha- even helps with your digestion and also weight loss. So it's a, a hell of a lot of hell of a that lot of is a lot. <laughs> like, so I see why people are talking about it, and it's like yeah. the the it thing right now. And I see so many guys talking about it because mm-hmm. of the sex drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
you know, Megan told them they got to go four rounds. So now they're trying to figure out how they got to go four rounds. <laughs> so. Exactly. Grab that steam off from Sensei Akshay. All right. So it's um, Pretty Brown Eyes, and that's on IG and also Twitter, correct? Yes. And then the business page, give that one more time for them. It is Sensei Ashe. That's S E N S A Y A. All right. And then you said your um, bath bombs and your um, what's coming. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. What's coming? Soaps. So uh, herbal soaps, bath bombs, and bath washes. I have sent. I've had uh, two, three clients who have purchased the the washes that I gave to uh, the the guy that I tested it. At. I guess my mm-hmm. dude, I would call him. Um, three people, and they they really enjoyed it, and like they really uh, still reflect. People who like aren't getting sleep or you know just feeling heavy, they take it. I give them particular instructions on what to do before and after you take it and yeah they're good to go but yeah the the bath bombs and the soap okay okay I feel like you know I'm gonna have to do another episode with you so we can get into like a little more as far as the baths and like cleansing certain things like Mm -hmm. out of your body and out of like your Mm -hmm. surrounding like your aura and then talking about altars and getting a little Mm -hmm. more into like the ancestors I think we're gonna have to do another episode Yeah, that would be so much fun. Yes, I am down for it. This I know, so, so happy that you know you came to let the people know because I know, like I said, some people are skeptical of spirituality and what it entails, and I feel like it's it, it's something that's not of God. And it's like, no, you can be spiritual, you know, and also love God, also be a Christian or whatever your religion is. It's just a, basically about how you you know, you make that safe space for yourself, how you incorporate both into your life. So it, it, for everybody, it is going to look different. No two people will be the same. So if it's you and your boyfriend, y'all both into spirituality, y'all both into Christianity, he may be a little more towards like, I believe this and you may believe this, but it, it's okay because no two people's you know goals or what they want to accomplish with religion and spirituality will ever look the same so I just want people to understand it's okay to question things it's okay to go and get those answers for those questions like you have to get clarity for your life you have to understand things and you have to put your own life into perspective how that looks for you and not other people so that's all I have to say do you have anything you want to add yeah, I just thank you for having me, and I'm so happy for you. I'm proud of you, and I love you, and I would love to come back and talk thank about you. Thank you. I appreciate you, and this is episode six of Molly with the Most. Thank you all for listening. Love y'all.